Derek and Steve present You Heard It Here Second. Welcome to episode 154 of You Heard It Here Second. I am Derek. And I am Steve. And episode 154 is a spooky episode as spooky spooky season is officially underway. Steve, how is spooky season treating you so far? You heard it here, spooky. Um, (laughs) I love Halloween. I am a big Halloween fan. Yeah. Um, Derek, what are you being for Halloween? I have no Halloween costume plans as of right now. So my Halloween costume is still still, um, up for uh, debate, I guess. It's still it's still an open question. Is this the first Halloween? Is this the first Halloween since you've shaved your head? Uh, No, but it is the first Halloween since I shaved my head. That isn't during like a completely lockdown pandemic. I guess you have to lean into the the head shape. You have so many more options now. Yeah, see, like someone did mention to me, like maybe like Mister Clean, but I can't Ooh, shave my beard. Yes, you, know, you can. I, I can't. I can't do that. I don't, I don't think what do you, that's too you big of a commitment. You literally shaved for, your entire head, and you can't yeah, shave but, your beard. No, it's too big of a commitment for Halloween because that that's just too clean of a look for me. I, I don't that's think I can ridiculous. pull that off. So, um, so yeah, but but yeah, maybe there. I'll have to look. There there might you be some options Vin that Diesel, that could help me with. You can yep, do the Rock. Yep. You can yep. do yep. Jason There's Statham. Jason Statham. <laughs> yep. There's a lot of options there. Yeah. So, what are you being for Halloween? I'm being Ted Lasso. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So I still haven't the... started watching that show oh, yet. Oh, you but, would really, yeah. you would really like That's, it. Everyone should told. watch it. It's just very wholesome yeah. and funny. Yeah. Um, but you sure. especially would really like it. It's got nice, very much your vibes. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Goofy, fun, light, it. sports. Hits, yeah. Checks all the boxes. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So that sounds like a good Halloween costume, and hopefully one that people will get. So. They'll definitely new and it, being watched by a lot of people, yeah. you know. Yeah. So you're going to carry around a soccer ball? Ooh, maybe I will carry around a soccer ball. Yeah. I haven't even watched like, it. I just know I just know he's a soccer coach. Yeah, so maybe a soccer ball. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Shoot, now we got to find a <laughs> soccer ball. Yeah. I'll do we'll do it right. I've got like the track suit and the um visor and the the there glasses and the mustache. Yeah, it's going to Yeah, good. yeah. Nice. There you go. You got all the stuff. So so we're back a little bit of a hiatus. We had a few busy weeks there. Um mm-hmm. back for episode 154. Um so we have a pretty standard episode for you. We have a bunch of good questions again from our audience, which is good. A few spooky season themed things within our normal segments, right? Talk, well, as far as topics go, a little bit of spookiness in the second half of the episode. Um, and yeah, I think that should be good. So anything yeah. else you want to say before we kick it off? Just want to give some spooky shout outs. There you go. Spooky shout outs are always welcome. All right. I'm going to give a spooky shout out to Hannah, Haley, Ashley, Alejandro, <laughs> Um, and anyone else from work who's listening to this. So, because I've heard they, I've heard that they have now listened to the podcast. So now uh-huh. they at least need a shout out. So shout out the shoe crew. Yeah. Steve's coworkers is always a great vertical <laughs> of our audience base. That's so, true. Um, so no matter I'm, where I'm, I work. Welcome aboard. Yeah. Welcome aboard everyone that he just named. I don't remember all of your names cause I wasn't <laughs> paying close enough attention to memorize them, but welcome aboard. Cause, uh, this is, that's a great, great section of the audience. So friends of the pod. There we go, friends of the pod. So, without further ado, we'll kick it into the first section, which is sports. The Monster Jam. All right, so sports, kicking off with uh, the major topic. Of course, we're in the thick of football season, but we talk a lot about football every week. So I think today is mostly going to avoid football, except for uh, a little topic at the end of the sports section here about football. But 
the the main section, the the headliner here is Braves versus Astros World Series, which is a little bit uh, of a bummer for both of us <laughs> as yeah, both of our teams were in the playoffs this year and yeah. uh, failed to get there. So, um, but the Braves and the Astros uh, really kind of the David and Goliath situation in in a way here. Um, the Braves winners of just eighty eight games during the season, uh, pretty big underdogs in both series that they played. And they make it all the way to the World Series and they're taking on the Astros who are sort of, you know, you know, not necessarily the Giants, but, you know, they're they're always there. Right. They've been there now. I think it's like five straight ALCSs they've played in and they're going back to the World Series trying to win their first one since 2017. So what's your overall thoughts on this matchup and kind of anything else you want to toss in about the postseason at large? I will say we are all Atlanta Braves fans. Yes, we are. (laughs) Um, I don't think anyone outside of Texas wants the Astros to win this series. Um, And this is the first national, I mean, I guess, I guess you can count last year, but this is going to be the first legitimate, like pure Astros hate on a big scale Mm -hmm. world series that we've had since COVID. Like you yeah. could you could yell at Altuve and Correa and all these guys <laughs> that cheated for for years and years, but now they're in the World Series. Now yeah. they're going to get just pure unadulterated hate because yeah. if they win again, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I just yeah, I have such disdain for the way that whole thing happened. Yeah, that I cannot foresee them wi- winning and not even you know when you like hate things and it's fun to hate them. Yeah. It's just because, like, yeah. oh, they're the bad guy. Oh, they like you. But yeah. they're right. like, I don't like hating them because I'm actually mad. Like, I'm mad yeah. at the whole scenario. So, yeah, Braves Astros. I'm a rooting big for the Braves. I like a lot of the Braves players: Freddie Freeman, um, Acuna, Charlie Morton's yeah. a former Ray. So, there's just a lot of lot of reasons to root for the Rays or Braves, and a lot of reasons to root against the Astros. Yeah, I mean, I 100 percent agree with all of that. Really, I think um, having you know having seen the ALCS just last week, um, the, the, that Astros hate was apparent, you know, like, like I I've gone to a lot of Red Sox games and I've watched a lot of obviously playoff Red Sox games on TV. The chants were different (laughs) against the Astros, you know, they were different. Like there were, there were straight up loud, like F Altuve chants. Like, yes, that doesn't have like, that doesn't even happen when the Yankees come to town. They don't just like, pick a player and just like vulgar vulgar chance it's at not the like player. a friendly rivalry like, like oh it's not like i hate no. your team because it's your team no i hate yeah. i hate because all of, of those players did. right yeah and they weren't punished for it so now punishment yeah. is now it's on me to punish them now it's on the fans yeah. to punish them because yeah zero suspensions zero fines yeah uh, just, no it's true and, and last week i was uh i was traveling during a lot of last week so i i was out in vegas for a little bit for a conference um and then i also went to Michigan, which we're going to talk about in the final drive a bit, both locations that I was in, people that neutral people that I that I talked to <laughs> were rooting for the Red Sox, which is not common. You know, no. like you like that is not common that people would be pulling for the Boston team in the neutral game. Yeah. That's how much people hate the Astros. Yeah. And like they they people just were willing to revert back to like, oh, it's like the 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 lovable loser Red Sox because it's the Astros they're facing, right? And it's just they're uh, really the key is the punishment part. Like the Astros didn't get punished at right. all. Like, at like all. the players uh, specifically, uh, the organization did. The players didn't get punished at all. And so it's really like everything that 
it's like a you reap what you sow situation for MLB, right? Like any right. any vulgar chance they get, any kind of hatred, which probably is fine for the league, right? They're like yeah. like hate watching is just as Drama good as love good, watching, yeah. right? But ultimately, the lack of punishment is really what spurs all of this. So I totally agree. We're Braves fans. Um, it, it's a great story, and you know Atlanta has been hard on luck for quite a while in sports. Yeah. So uh, for all those reasons, I'm definitely down to root for the Braves and. You know, we need more of these things because baseball is a sport that that uh, the the big payroll teams so often win. Right. right. I, I mean, like it was great for baseball that the Braves beat the Dodgers like and now it will be Huge. even greater for baseball if they can beat the Astros. So um, so we're Braves fans, plain and simple. Go Braves. So, yeah. Go Braves. Anything else on baseball? Uh, no, just I'm very, I mean, you and I are both very disappointed, but I think yeah. in, for different reasons, the Rays yeah. massively underachieved in the playoffs mm-hmm. and the Red Sox, I think, massively overachieved in the playoffs. I think they yeah. went further than people expected. So we're both upset yeah. that our teams aren't there, but I think yeah. both of us are set up for the future, which is good. Yeah, for sure. And just, just a final note on the Red Sox is that you're definitely right. They massively overachieved in the playoffs, but it's one of those classic scenarios where the nature by which they fell is just like so brutal. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like having basically been a record setting offense and like at a two to one lead in the ALCS, all of a sudden you get like five hits the rest of the series. Right. <laughs> like it's just really a brutal collapse. So, but ultimately taking a step back, reaching game six of the ALCS, a huge overachievement for that team for sure. So, um, so yeah, both disappointed, both uh, able to hop on the Braves bandwagon. So let's go Braves. Um, so next topic, we're going to talk a little bit of hockey. So that is the ESPN on NHL theme song, which is back. And for any of you who grew up with hockey in like the late 90s, early 2000s, before ESPN lost hockey uh, to NBC in the new television deal, that song strikes some nostalgia for you. And what I, the reason I led with that song is because if, uh, if anybody didn't see the opening of the season on ESPN, which was actually the Lightning and the Penguins playing each other, the lead into that broadcast was literally this little mini like six minute documentary, essentially on the composer of that song and like how long that song has lain laid dormant, like, yeah. you know, just not being used and like how he basically ESPN bringing back that song. And it was kind of this moment where like in the whole lead up to the news with ESPN getting hockey back, I, I would text some of my friends who I knew were big hockey fans and be like, you know, how cool is this that they're bringing back this song? But it, it felt like just a thing that was like casually nostalgia among people. Yeah. And then this, season opening segment plays and it's like oh wow they like actually leaned into this and like apparently everyone feels the same way that this is like the greatest theme song for like again partly because of nostalgia but you're so um, in your feels right now yeah it's just a you know i mean i was then like in particular now i'm just revisiting it but um (laughs) but yeah so the the theme is back and nhl kicks off the season the rest of it i'm not totally like i mean i could really care less about now the broadcasts and stuff on espn it's like Honestly, most of the same announcers are now doing just it on different networks. Dude, but. I'm surprised that ESPN legitimately just like kept Bucci Gras on the back burner for 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, by the yeah. way, hockey's back. <laughs> yeah. He's literally quietly like tweeting about hockey every single day. Like yeah. he's on ESPN saying like, 
chicken parm, like dish sniper, like all these like <laughs> stupid hockey terms for like 30 seconds because ESPN's not trying to promote hockey because they didn't own it at the time. Yeah, right, um, right. And they just they had this like just, yeah. this massive hockey nut on yeah. a non-hockey network just like and they and he they're yeah. finally unleashing him which I'm I'm happy for him but yeah. he was insufferable <laughs> for years. He was insufferable keeping them on keeping their hockey dreams on life support. Like he was Seriously. the only thing that get that kept them even possible to make an offer for for the NHL. Like, 100%. 100%. <laughs> Without so, Gucci NHL <laughs> on ESPN is not a thing. NHL would have said no. You guys don't have any. You haven't paid any attention to the NHL right. for a decade, so right. no, you're not. We're not going to. You've been take your actively money. mean to the NHL for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So. So anyway, like the whole the whole rest of it, but beyond the theme song, I could care less about with ESPN having the coverage. But uh, moving into hockey, uh, we're not going to really talk about uh, the teams and like and results and everything in the early season. But the big story for most neutral fans and kind of people who are just checking back in is yet another expansion team and probably the last for a while because now the NHL has reached 32, which is the even number. So right. next team that you get might be a relocation. But the Seattle Kraken, expansion Seattle team, Kraken. first one since Vegas. They're pretty cool. They are lit. The Kraken, <laughs> so first of all, their whole vibe is so perfect. Their yeah. uniforms are amazing. Their colors Excellent. are amazing. The Kraken is actually a great name. Um, it's their their uh, pregame show. If you haven't watched it, watch their pregame show. They mm-hmm. have personalized, um, I don't even know what to call them, but like the ice, like an ice show. Like someone yeah. skates out onto the ice and then the the projector projects like these battles on the ice. So um for for each individual opponent. And also their arena is called Climate Pledge Arena. Yeah. Like they're just trying to fight climate change on the side. So yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm all in on the Kraken. I think if you take yeah. if you if if you're a casual hockey fan and haven't seen their uniforms live or like on TV, just take a look and you'll instantly be sold. They are I think they're ever, yeah. going to be everyone's second favorite team. They have to be right, and, and they will be. Like, like the, we, to be honest, we really saw the same exact thing with Vegas, right? Like, yeah, like Vegas, like it was that was the the talk of the town. Cool jerseys, cool environment, right? It's in Vegas. It's a party every <laughs> yeah. game. They have these light shows and stuff, like right. Yeah. It's really the same thing, and 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 Seattle is taking the formula, replicating it understanding that they're not Vegas, they're Seattle, right? So like they can't just do all the same things that Vegas does because you're not right. Las Vegas, right? You can't just depend because Vegas has like this built-in appeal to it anyway, right? Yeah. Seattle's doing everything right, you know, uh, except for the fact that they're one and four, but like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like like the the results will come. It's hard to be an expansion team. The expectation got set pretty high by Vegas being good. Yeah. But aesthetic, theme, arena, all that stuff just excellent and and, and a great product for the league and I 100% agree that I can't imagine who wouldn't make the Kraken their second favorite team, right? Just as like a new thing that's like interesting and cool. And like, yeah. there's no reason to hate them yet because they haven't done anything to be hateable yet. You know, right. so exactly it's like, just... like that whole the whole sports fandom, like you were saying, being fun to hate. It's all based on re- results and like right. what they did to your team and stuff. Right. I already Nothing hate the like Vegas that. Knights because they're good. Yeah. Like I right. already hate them. Yeah. I've exactly. like forgotten that they're new. The Kraken yeah. are like, oh, cute. They're like new and bad. <laughs> they're so fun. <laughs> exactly. So the longer they're bad, the more they'll be likable. But, right. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. So there you go. Um, more to come on the NHL and, and each of our teams. But for now, the Kraken are the talk of the town. So go Kraken. Go Kraken. I don't know what their cheer um, is. 
Yeah. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to find out. Um, last topic, a quick uh, football note. Um, realized, by the way, that we didn't talk about the Brady Patriots game much, but it's so far in the past that we're not going to really touch on it. But and you're trying Brady, to block it Brady out, beats aren't the you? Pats. No, Brady no, no. Beats the honestly, Pats. honestly, game was was pretty was, was it was it was a good outcome overall, it was a good like, game, with the exception yeah. of the Patriots winning for me. Other, everything else was pretty good outcome. Um, related on Brady note, right? Uh, a couple weeks later, he also breaks the passing yardage record in that game, which was mm-hmm. kind of an anticlimactic moment. It was on like a, yeah, it was like they took a yard away or like, yeah, they added a yard, I think. So like the play was short, then they added a yard. So he had it and there was like 10 seconds to do it. So they put it on the scoreboard <laughs> yeah. and they didn't really stop anything. And it was just like that. It was gone. It was like yeah. a very, very odd moment. Um, but so in the, in another record breaking area or not so much record breaking, but milestone, uh, this past weekend, Brady throws his 600th touchdown pass to Mike Evans. And uh, so the ball ends up in the hands of a fan. I don't remember how that happened. Mike yeah, Evans, really Mike Evans ca- whenever he catches a touchdown, he finds yeah. someone wearing his jersey and hands it to yeah. him. So he hands it right. to like legitimately a person who could have been me. He's yeah. like a 29, 30-year-old right. kid, yeah. like drunk as hell <laughs> like, yeah. in the front row. Yeah. Right. And, and, and so I guess he didn't know it was Brady's 600 touchdown pass then. Mike um, Evans did not. There's like yeah, interviews. There's like is, you, you. He's caught on camera going like, "Oh no, I gave that." Like <laughs> he's like freaking out on the sideline. Like the Bucks were up yeah. by like three touchdowns at this point, so they're right, goofing around right. and like you. You could see like Mike's face drop. He's like, "Oh yeah, no!" Just that that, yeah. that heart sinking moment. Yeah. yeah. And so to be just to be honest, that that's like so complete. That's like so expected for like Brady. You're like yeah. nobody knew that that was his 600 touchdown pass. Like of right. course he didn't tell anybody he was going to be hitting 600. But yeah. so. They find the fan, right? And on the broadcast, they basically they basically insinuate that the fan got another signed ball in exchange, right? And yeah. so like, like some, all of a sudden some, some like trainer came over and started talking to him and like they traded footballs basically yeah, on air. Right. On air. Like 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 the cameras show them trading footballs, right? And so yeah. the internet just runs with it because like everyone starts tweeting like this is the worst negotiation ever made. Yeah. Like like this fan just like gave up this this insanely valuable football for another football. But as it turns out, there was quite a haul that this fan got in return for the Brady football. And still some people are saying that it isn't enough. So listen, to we'll this. let the listeners <laughs> decide if it's enough. Do you want to li- right, go down the Here's list the, here? Here. I give you one <laughs> Tom Brady football, the 600th right. career touchdown pass of Tom Brady. In return, right. I receive two signed jerseys and a signed helmet from Tom Brady, a signed Mike Evans jersey, and Mike Evans's game cleats, one thousand dollars credit at the team store. thousand dollars at the team store. Two season passes for the remainder of this season and for next season, so double season tickets. Yeah. And Tom Brady's also going to give him a Bitcoin, which is currently valued at sixty-seven thousand dollars. So right. <laughs> this idiot walks into the football stadium and walks out with seventy thousand dollars. And plus swag a lot and more. jersey, yeah, plus a lot more. So, but like, like if you purely evaluated everything that he just got, like it's what it's it's a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean, like, it like is, I think it's a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, if you include the season two season tickets, signed jersey, yeah, easily a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. And people are like, oh, yeah. you gotta you gotta run away with that. You gotta like, what are you yeah. gonna do? Extort Tom Brady? You're gonna say like, also, oh, ten million dollars yeah. for a football? Yeah. Also. Counterpoint I will raise as well to the people saying that. How how much longer do you think Brady's gonna play? Me? Yeah. 
Like Honestly, obviously you're biased and hoping he plays forever, but like how long do you think he's going to play? I could say three more years, four, four more years. What is Brady? So what do you think Brady's 500 touchdown pass football is worth? That's like, a good question. Do you think it's, is it worth a hundred thousand dollars? I don't like, know. That's a good he's question. He's won seven Super Bowls. Yeah. <laughs> he's got touchdown passes, footballs from all those Super Bowls. He's yeah. got game worn jerseys from all those Super Bowls. He's now got a 600 touchdown pass. So what is his 500 or 400 touchdown pass worth? Yeah. Probably a not $100,000 if right. I had to guess. So I, I think it's an overreaction as to how much that football is worth. I, I think that this is no, this is an afterthought on Brady's career. The 600 yeah. touchdown pass, like it's a random number in a regular yeah. season game. Like it's, it's random. And so yeah. I think that it's not an overreaction. I think that it's, uh, I think this guy made out better than you would have. Make the deal. It. Make the deal. Deal or no deal. Yeah. Deal. So make the deal. Make the deal. So there it is. Brady uh, gets his 600 touchdown ball back and uh, pays a hefty price for it, a Bitcoin, which is uh, quite a bit of money. So yeah, so and they say go. it like it's. They say a Bitcoin. They just throw it like in it's, there. Yeah, they, yeah, like it's not seventy thousand dollars. <laughs> like they just say and a Bitcoin. You're like, yeah, a freaking Bitcoin is a is an asset. Like yeah, it's a it's lot a of money. Bi- it's a yeah, and it could become more or yeah, like he, he can choose if he wants to yeah. sell it now, or he can you know uh, it's crazy. So, so there you go. There's sports. Anything else before we keep it going? No. All right. Done. I think I think I know what it's time for. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to slide into All right. So there's our, right. our excellent DM section. We got to get the sound effect <laughs> figured out. <laughs> yeah. So here's well, an open call. If everyone wants to send us a clip of you saying it's time to slide into our DMs, that'll make just, it a better time, course. Oh, you know? I want it to be like, it's time to, and then the whole crowd goes, slide into our DMs. Oh, right, right. DMs. Right, right. Sorry. Yeah. So it's just slide so just into our DMs. Slide just yell into that into your phone. DMs. Yeah. Yell that into your us. phone. And, yeah, yeah, and just send it to us. Yep, please. That's, that's could, all you gotta do. It. Yep, it's very and simple. We'll, and you'll be in our. We'll, you know, we'll crowd <laughs> yeah. noise it, so you won't be able to seriously tell it's you, but you'll know yeah. that your voice is in it. Yeah, unless you're the only one to submit it, then we'll just make it your voice only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and not crowd affect it, and just have you say it. <laughs> um. So so here we go. Our DM section. First question comes from Murph. This is a terrible he asks, question. He asks, who is more of an island boy, Derek or Steve? Now, I didn't even know what this meant until 10 minutes ago. Let me just island boy. (laughs) Let me just island boy. So it's these two ridiculous people, these children. Children. Babies. uh, Yeah, babies. Little babies. (laughs) Who are TikTok famous apparently now for this stupid video that Steve was just briefly singing. (laughs) That you can look it up. Just search island boys, like TikTok, I guess. And... The question, I guess, is which one of us is more it of one? It makes you want to so. throw up. Like, <laughs> the the video, watching the video gives me yeah. anxiety. Like, makes me angry and, like, I just don't know it, why. I just, their hair I, I is dumb. That, their I th- tattoos I think, are I think terrible. The, the subsequent fame has to play into it even more. Yeah. Like, watching it, if, 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 if that video, if someone sent you that video and it was like, they had, like, 400 views and you were like, oh, like, this is dumb. But, like, <laughs> you wouldn't get this reaction probably. To the other than like the way you do with it having millions and millions of views and these these two kids being famous for it. It's been a long time since I've been this mad at a video. <laughs> <laughs> it's been, it is. I'm definitely going to say Derek is more of an island boy. 
I'm going to say that Steve is because Steve was singing it. But you're the worst. <laughs> you're the worst singer, and they're terrible that, singers. So well, okay, true. But but Steve is definitely Steve is more likely to be in that scenario because he lives in a warm weather climate. So I mean, I don't know. Steve's already been singing it. So Derek has a radical hairstyle, which they also have. <laughs> but Steve has hair, though. Steve. <laughs> so this is a, this is a good debate. I mean, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, so it's settled. It's you. <laughs> so all right. So I, so agree to disagree. We'll have to we'll have to send that to a fan vote. Um, Murph, let us know what you think uh, based on that debate we just had, and and we'll have to schedule another debate if we need to have more. Discussion on it. So let me just say, there you go. Boy. <laughs> there, see, he's proving my case. He's singing, keep singing it. Mm. Um, so, all right. Second question comes from Anonymous uh, and good uh, here on the spooky theme. So, Ooh. I'm not going to say this word, Steve, um, but the yes. question is how to pronounce a certain candy. And I'd like you to just say the candy and I'd like to know how you pronounce it. So, you can see the candy. It's a yes. peanut butter cup candy. Yes. Um, how do you pronounce it? So, here's, a, here's my issue. I definitely 100% always say Reese's Pieces. Yep. Oh, but what if it's not pieces? Like, what if it's what if, if it's, it's not, not the, the piece? If not the pieces yeah. version? Yeah. That's what I'm trying to think of. What do I say? Oh, can I have a Reese a Reese's cup? I think yeah, Reese's. Yeah, yeah. I think Reese's. You you still got Reese's? I think I'm a Reese's guy. I think I'm a Reese's guy. So that's so I I will admit like you that I think I say that too <laughs> but i don't yeah. think it's right can so. i get a reese's 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 i definitely don't say that reese's. is how it's spelled it is how it's spelled yeah it's that's reese, probably how it's, reese apostrophe s yes. probably supposed to be s and actually now that if i do a quick um uh yeah like like the the, the reese's pieces right is really just it's only it's just spelled pieces like it's reese's pieces like that also rhymes you know reese's but like it, pieces yeah, but why right. did he say Reese's Pieces? I don't know. Reese's Pieces. I think that we, we I think we must say Reese's Pieces because it's Reese's or the Pieces, right? Because right. well, right. because we thought it was Reese's because people called it Reese's, right? Right. So the Imagine question is the, whether but if that's the brand right. invented something called Reese's Reese's Pieces. Oh, that would be no, no, no. yeah, you that'd couldn't be do nuts. that. Yeah, that'd be psycho. Yeah, yeah, but the question is if the brand intended for it to be Reese's Pieces. Then why wouldn't they have like thrown in like an extra e on the pieces, you know, yeah. rather than be pieces, you know? So that makes you think it might mean to be Reese's. So it's it's definitely not an easy answer. It's not. But it's I, it's but harder I, I do than think, it should be. I do think I can confidently say I think the majority of people say Reese's. You think so? I think I thought, so. I would I would bet against that. I think the majority probably say Reese's. You think so? Interesting. I do. Okay. Reese's Pieces. I I'm think people try say to Reese's start Pieces. Saying Reese's. You think people say Reese's Pieces? I'm gonna. Yeah, if you I mean, try to say should. Reese's more, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Reese's more aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Can I get Reese's? So, let's let's try to increase the divide in America on, <laughs> right. this, on this topic. Pick a side. We're at war. I'm interested in what other people say because me too. Yeah, actually, it's it's we're it's gonna do some one. straw polling. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you're so, a Reese, yeah, so, we're both, so we're technically both Reese's guys. We're both, yeah, as far as what we do. But I, I have now decided I'm going to make an effort to try to say Reese's because I think that that's correct. So, Good luck you with know, that, man. It, it all boils down to whether someone's name could be Reese, spelled R-E-E-S-E. And no, it, it doesn't. Could. It's not someone's name. 
Yeah, it's well, it's apostrophe. So, so like it's a it's possessive, you know. Yeah, it's, but like it's like it's like the person's name, like it's their peanut butter cups, you know. Yeah, but there's tons and, of and crap. You well, I know, but like it doesn't have to be a well, person. I know, but like, yeah, but like there, but if if the person is Reese, then like, you know, it 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 would have to be Reese's, you know. But if if their name is Reese, which it could be, could be like that could be a name. So I don't know. I don't like that argument. So, <laughs> well, it doesn't have why? to be a person's it's name. The apostrophe. There's an there's a possessive apostrophe there. I refuse to think that. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so there you go. There's the the second hotly debated topic so far. Um, third question comes from Kelsey, which says, "What are your most enviable traits for ourselves or for the other person?" I guess. I guess I don't know. Ourselves. What I is guess. my own most enviable trait? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. You go first. <laughs> you want me to go first? So yeah. I'll only go, I'll just go with the one that people that I've worked with and stuff have told me, which is my voice. Oh, so, yeah. wow. Like, for, like my voice, over, my voice over voice. Way to freaking sell you know? it on the podcast. Yeah. Well, it's a perfect Jeez. medium to sell it on, right? I'm going to say <laughs> so, my wit. Your wit. That's a good one. My wit. I think actually that's, that's, I think actually a good, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you did a podcast one, so you're, I had to. I had to get a podcast one. Yeah, your your quick thinkingness, like your yeah, also known as wit. So, <laughs> <laughs> I almost said quick thinkingness, but then I audible at the last minute. <laughs> save save a few syllables, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there you go. And, there, yes, and you you do have a a, ver- a pretty good voice. You you have a yeah. a good voice for like audio things and podcasts. Yeah. Like you're you know right. how to inflect. Yeah. I don't. I don't think when I meet people in person, they walk away being like, "Wow, like right. that, did you hear that guy's voice?" <laughs> yeah. you know? But it's more like for the for the thing that I'm recording, you know. Right. So, good job. So there you go. Um, next question is from uh, one of our BC friends, Catherine Carlisle, who mm-hmm. responded on Instagram, asking, "Will Derek and Steve host a live show for the fans?" And for the fans, in squigglies. So for the in fans. squigglies, yeah, yeah, for the fan, like like emphasizing for the fans. For the fans. Yeah. Um, maybe. What do you think? I say we, yes. We've talked about it. We haven't we have done it since done 100. One. So We did a yeah. um, a live show for 100 and it yep. went surprisingly well. Yeah. Um, we did almost I, burn our house down. but We did almost burn the house down, but that was an oversight <laughs> that we can correct. Um, no, I, I and I, I remember at the end of it being, because we had no idea what was going to happen. It was just like yeah. a live YouTube show. Right. A lot of people right. tuned in. Yep. They participated. It was it was cool to have live participation. participation. Yeah. Yeah. And like we could it's the first time we've ever been on video for this. So we yeah. had to do things we weren't used to. Like I had yep. to move my hands and I had to like punch you and things were <laughs> happening. And it's just like Yeah. It was a fun time. And I It was I, very fun. I do think we should do it again. So I'm I'm I, gonna say objectively, yeah. yes, we will. I'm gonna say yes as well. And, and we're gonna we 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 talked about this actually. We considered it for the return for one. Yeah, we just um, blew but that it was whole a little thing. Bit, a little bit too much. No, 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 I, I mean, like after the hiatus, like even once we accepted our blowing this <laughs> whole thing up, and we we rescheduled. We thought about starting with a live, but then it was like, no, nah, that's too much. So we, I think we will do it for sure. So yeah. the answer is yes. We won't blow um, it. We will do it. <laughs> exactly. Um, final question comes from anonymous. And another spooky season uh, fitting question here. Favorite scary movie? Great question. Great, Great October question. question. 
Great October um, question indeed. I'm a classics guy for when it comes to scary movies. I don't love. I mean, I I enjoy the new ones like the Conjuring's and the Exorcisms and whatever yep, like yep. the the new pop scary movies are. Mm-hmm. I think my all time favorite scary movie is The Shining. The Shining, yeah, yeah, Shining's just a good so one. just like psychological, creepy thriller. Can't yeah, be. right. This is a tough one for me because I. I I I enjoy the scary movies around Halloween, but I it's tough for me to like have a running list of it. And then there's also the one I, I enjoy the ones that are not as Halloweeny as well. Like I think about those ones like um like Get Out, you know, which is like oh, the kind of that creepy yeah. scary, not so much like jumpy scary. Yeah. Um Quiet Place I thought was very good. Oh. Um, which was like kind of stressful but good. Yeah. So I don't know. I I have a tough time picking one of my favorite. What my favorite one is. I know that's that's a horrible answer, but I don't know if I can pick one. That's terrible. I'm, look, I'm looking at a list to see if I can decide. <laughs> I, I I just like I scary movies aren't my aren't really my my go to. Um, let's wow. see. Give, give me one second. Let me Babadook. Think was, Remember the Babadook? Babadook it was, was a good. Terrible. No, wasn't. <laughs> yeah, Babadook I thought it was, was, I thought it was so okay. bad. Yeah. Um, the Babadook. It's yeah, a great name. Though. I, yeah, it's true. Um, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go with. Don't settle. Just say. Just say pass. Yeah, don't settle. Take the first pass. I'm gonna pass. Of the second, I'm gonna of pass. Season two. That's. I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna pass. I'll get back to you at the end of spooky season. <laughs> yeah, think of so, think of it for the next podcast. Yeah. I will. I will. Yeah. Wow. And we have pass. some more scary movies being talked about in the in the next section. So maybe I don't like it's do my indeed. favorite of all time, but I think we'll uh, we will talk a little more about that. So. So there you go. Thanks again for the great set of questions. As usual, the fans came through uh, with a great slide into our DM section. So, Sorry that Derek couldn't come go. through for you guys. Almost. Four out of five. <laughs> four almost, out of five. Almost, almost able to answer Only all the one questions. pass. Only one pass. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. That brings us into our section number three, which is the miscellaneous section, the mixed bag that has a little bit of spookiness and a little bit of coziness. So Ooh. we'll start with section one, which is Cozy Book Corner. <laughs> Okay, cozy book corner this week for me is Big Fish. You heard right. the movie? The movie I Big have. Fish. I've yes. heard of it, but I haven't. Seen I've it. never seen it, but I've heard it's good. Um, would not recommend the book. Really, mm, would not okay. recommend the book. Big Fish is like this magical realism. It we're like, it's sort of set in reality. It's sort of not. Um, the this dad this. Guy's dad is dying, and he's like telling stories about his dad. Um, but they're just like weird. It's like not even like, oh, he was a great man. It's like, oh, he was a big fish, and, and they're all <laughs> they're all metaphors and stuff. But it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 only like 150 pages. It's not mm. a hard read, but it just doesn't make any sense, <laughs> and it's not very deep. It's just kind of like weird stories about fish. Interesting. So. I didn't like it. It's well written. The characters are fine. Um, but it doesn't mean anything or do anything for me. So right. don't read it. It's a big don't read. Big fish, 55% Steve Nicholas avocados. There you go. Wow. All right. Don't read it. The big don't um, read. <laughs> huge big don't read sign. Verdict was big fish in shallow water. That was what I was. Oh, I like that. I like yeah. that. That's nice. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Um, There's that wit again. So I, 
also have a cozy book corner for the second well, let's go podcast in a row that you have one. The book train. I have one. Um, <laughs> although I, I'm not very far into the next one, so might might not be ready for another for the next podcast. But um, the book I read was The Institute by Stephen King, one of his newer books, uh, first Stephen King book that I've read. Um, obviously, Stephen King's books have the reputation of being horror, being kind of uh, scary. Probably a lot of them relate into the scary movies we were just thinking about. Um, this one I think will become a scary, a movie at some point, although it is not, I personally wouldn't classify it as horror the way that a lot of the, like it's labeled that, like, like it's in the mm. horror genre. Yeah. Um, I personally don't quite classify it as that, but so, so the Institute is, um, really, uh, about, uh, basically a child who is, uh, children who are held captive in, uh, a pretty disturbing premise, right? Like the premise is disturbing and then you have your kind of hero character who a lot of the book is spent away from where the captivity is happening and sure. eventually the worlds will collide He's right doing like detecting and, or something yeah and, and so um this to me kind of is a cross between there's a lot of stranger things in this in this book oh. when it comes to the the kid characters like you get that feeling that you do with stranger things where like you're finding yourself relating to 11 year old characters right yeah and like like he does a really good job of making those characters believable and relatable um and then the adults that are like at play with the protagonist and antagonist adults right and so to me there's a lot of parallels to stranger things mixed in with some class some typical horror but not in like the jumpy kind of scary way but more of the disturbing way um so overall, I really liked it. I'm not gonna like give away too much of the plot to spoil it, but uh, it's definitely um, it's sort. Of, the only downside is that it sort of like totally changes gears after like the first, you know, maybe third of the book. Like like mm. you like I said, where there's that those two worlds that collide. Like you sort of leave the first world for like most of the book. You know, so like you kind of the first like 25 to 30 percent of the book you're reading it, and then all of a sudden you don't really hear anything else from it until the end of the book, right? Mm. Um, but overall. Very much liked it. I give it 90% Derek Dragon Fruits, which uh, I got to remember my phrase here. Is that certified? certified? Yeah, it's certified. You don't remember? I remember it. Pataya Colada. Certified Pataya 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 Colada, Colada, which is what you make with dragon fruits. Um, (laughs) So there you go. It's been a while since I've given a Pataya Colada rating. It has, yeah. Um, So yeah, certified Pataya Colada. You've been off the book train, but you're back. I know. I gave it four and a half stars on Goodreads, which... Um, Steve and I had a little debate about like I I feel like that's ninety percent, but um, I think that you were a little surprised. It should have been more like about your gut. Maybe. When would you ever get? I know, something I know. Half- I hear you. Yeah, yeah. You know, you could be right. Maybe the half a star should really be warranting a little higher of a push. But regardless, yeah. gave it four and a half on Goodreads. Giving it ninety percent. Dragon fruits certified patai colada. So there you go. Nice job. I've actually never it. read a Stephen King, so yeah, I'm I'm jealous. Yeah. And this one's like long, but not like insanely long. So That's I think how it's, all it's of not them are. the every single one of his yeah. are long. Oh, really? uh, or insanely uh, long. Okay. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, right, right. So this is one of the not insanely long, but still, Correct, still yes. long, obviously. Yeah. So, um, so there you go. There's your there's your cozy book corner. So mm, love keep cozy the book, book train corner. rolling. Um, um, all right, next yeah. up, we've got a quick Halloween topic. Yeah, Derek, have you watched the Fear Streets on Netflix? I have. I all have three? all three of them. Yep. What'd you think? I. I really liked them. I did, did you watch them with people or alone? No, no alone. Okay, so I watched alone. them with people, and I will say that made it a lot better. Did it? Um, okay. I think it's just because it's like it's a well done trilogy of scary movies on Netflix. Yes. 
good acting. They're actually they're weirdly well connected. I thought that the connections weren't going to work, mm-hmm. and they did. Like the movies yep. flow very well. Um, but when you're with people, there's just like it's got that classic horror movie feel where people do dumb stuff or like <laughs> the killer gets away with way too much and you start like yelling at the screen. You're like, get out of yeah. there. Like, what are you doing? Oh, come on. You know, like you start <laughs> and it's got that feeling. So when you're with others, you just get that like momentum and it makes, yeah. it makes it even better to be like yelling at the screen or talking. So I had a yeah. very good time watching fear street with uh, a few other people and there's three of them. Nice. They're each two hours long, very digestible, very good Halloween. Yeah. I totally agree. And a part of me wishes I just waited a little bit until Halloween was closer or they had waited till Halloween was closer to release it because they, it is yeah. a perfect Halloween trilogy. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with what you said. Well, so like I, I have, I didn't watch it with people, so I can't relate to that. I can definitely see how it would be cool. I totally agree with like this gets, this gets huge jumps in its marks for me because it was a well-made trilogy on Netflix. Like, right. like it wasn't, it wasn't a series. It wasn't a single movie. It was a trilogy. Like, like they knew what they were writing. They wrote it. Like, or actually, is it based on books or no? Uh, I think it's based and, on like R.L. Stein or like Goosebumps or yeah. something. Like, like a old so, school. But I assume it was fairly adapted for Netflix, right? And like, yeah. the the point being is that it didn't become one of these shows that you just like keep writing and like try to drag it out. Right. right? Like, it was scoped and done for the size that it should have been, and it was a trilogy, which you don't get often. Released like over three weeks, they released one a week. Mm-hmm. It was just perfect, I thought, in, yeah, in it its was, delivery. You know. Really good, done, really well done. And yeah. one of them is a period piece, sort of. So, like, yeah. the actors yeah. basically have to change accents and change the. And mm. it, it's a little weird at first, but then you kind of forget about it. Like, I think they exactly. just picked picked good people and made a yeah, uh, made it made it work. So yeah, definitely really weird it. at first. And agreed with you on. I had I was very skeptical about how it was going to flow when you look at like the titles and like it right. basically goes go backwards, backwards in, time. in time. Yeah, yeah, and it's like that's not going to work. And then right. it actually exactly. does work pretty well. I don't like yeah, I so. I don't want to go for. I want to know what's happening now. But that you're right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> so so there you go. There's Fear Street and uh, moving to a couple of shows. We start keeping it on Netflix. This is one that you can take because I haven't watched it yet, but I have heard. Some, you have not you know, watched the worldwide no. phenomenon that is Squid Game. I have not. I have not yet. I have not finished it. Um, okay. I am only five, four or five episodes in, so I don't want to rate it yet or, or give way too much. But I will say this. It's good. But I was on the Korean Hunger Games death game bandwagon before everyone else. <laughs> I watched Alice in Borderlands about six months ago. <laughs> And that is a spectacular show. It's better than Squid Game so far. I would, I if you're if you like Squid Game or have not watched Squid Game and are interested in like a basically Korean realistic Hunger Games, Alice in Borderlands is way better in my opinion. Um, that being said, okay. I haven't finished Squid Game, but it's it's just as it sounds. It's a Korean Hunger Games basically. Um, it's, it's interesting. It's very gory. Um, there's a few side plots that make it interesting, but um, I'm gonna have to see what all the hype's about because I'm not. Yeah, I'm not like locked in. Like I'm not like, oh, gotta see what happens. There's no right, right. There's only one giant cliffhanger, and it's a good one. But so far, nice. I'm gonna wait to see what happens. But gotcha. Alice uh, Borland yeah, is my bounce off wreck. I definitely might check out. Well, I might check out both, but Squid Game's the one that everyone's talking about right now. So I'm thinking about watching it. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Sounds like it's uh. 
it sounds like I might need to check back in after you get the after it's you finish worth it. I mean, it's interesting yeah. and whatever, right. <laughs> but it, it doesn't deserve to be the most. It doesn't yeah, deserve yeah, to be the right. most watched Netflix show of all time. Right. I think right. it's just now more. Is it actually all, that? Did it actually? Yeah. Hit one hundred percent. Yeah. Wow. It broke it in like the first week. Wow, that's crazy. Um, yeah, like Queen's Gambit is better. You know, like things like yeah. that are better. So hmm. interesting. Hmm. I would have thought like Stranger Things would have been still holding. And Stranger that, Things like, was up there. Yeah, yeah I think it beat yeah. Stranger Things. Right. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. There's Squid Game. Um, and then one more show, which I believe is HBO, correct? HBO, Succession. Yeah. Yep. You're, you haven't watched Succession either? Watched one episode and so I <laughs> didn't drop it because I hated it. I just like happened to like lose momentum and didn't yeah. continue it yet. But I might still. That's funny because this is another show where I've only watched half and you haven't watched it. So <laughs> not the best, not the best TV reviews. <laughs> um, but I'm halfway through season one of Succession. I hate every character. I oh okay. I'm not. Yeah. I, I haven't locked in. I've heard you have to like hold out for like the good episodes and it gets better and better. And I'm I can see that every every character is cranked to eleven. They're just so yeah. over the top. It's kind of ridiculous, but. I did get that vibe of the, in the first episode. Yeah, and it doesn't stop. It gets worse yeah. in terms of like their characteristics. Right. Um, but I could see its potential. So I'm going to I'm going to hold out. People have told me it gets great, so I'm going to hang on, but yeah. yeah. Uh, I I've heard the I'm same. Pumped. So Yeah. I've heard the same and since we have the same experience so far and the people the same different people are telling us the same thing, maybe it is a sign that it is the case, but um so three so hold it's got to be good. Longer. People are freaking yeah. out that the season 3 is right. out. Yeah, and HBO will drop a show. Like the HBO won't continue just making a show that people don't watch, you know. Totally. So um so I think it, it is a through. sign that it is probably good. Netflix but. is the opposite. Netflix will make any <laughs> show anytime, <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> that is true. That is true. And HBO, we're still waiting for another big, like big time HBO show, you know. So true. I think Well the new um, um it's kind of sucks. I don't want it to be the next big show, but the the Game of Thrones prequel oh, trailer right. dropped. Interesting. And so it's just like dragons and houses and all that stuff yeah. again, which is going to be great. I'm, I'm going to watch it, but it you're be, right. We, yeah, we but, haven't had a we yeah. haven't had a big HBO hit in a while. Yeah, I'd like one to be big on its own merit and not be not just from a a, a preconceived kind of hype. I think you know? Succession is quote unquote yeah. that right now. You know. Yeah. Right. That could be it. So so there you go. There's your miscellaneous topics. Brings us into the final drive. Couple things on the list here. Um, you, I want to start it out. You <laughs> I want to say a it. big congratulations to Eric and Kathy, um, Eric Hamlet and Catherine Biltston. I was at their wedding last weekend in Minneapolis. I love them both so much. They're both such wonderful people. I, Derek, did you know this? Do you know the story about how they met? Yes, actually, I have. But give give the audience. It was story. me. Yeah, I introduced them. Yeah. Um. So there's this, all this. Of course, Maxine thinks she in, she helped, and so she's trying to take a ton of credit because she's the reason Catherine was at the bar that night. I'm like, yeah, and her parents are the reason she's born. That doesn't mean like you introduced them. Like, so there's all this drama. But I w- I actually physically like texted Eric, said, "Come to the bar. I want you to meet someone." Catherine, this is Eric. Eric, this is Catherine. They immediately start dating. Immediately get married. Immediately are the cutest couple I've ever met. So. I'm taking all credit for Eric and Kathy. 100% credit given. <laughs> but I declare um, 100% credit. Beautiful wedding. Honestly, it was good to, to see all the BC people again. I'm sorry you weren't invited, but you just didn't make the cut, I guess. Um, <laughs> but it, it was fun. And uh, Minneapolis is a strange, interesting place. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice. Strange and interesting. Sounds like a just, good review. Like, cool, but a ghost town. Yeah. I don't think I saw 
more than 10 people while we were really? walking around downtown. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, it was odd. There you go. So not Minneapolis, but kind of that part of the country. I was in Michigan this weekend. Um, ah. uh, my girlfriend, Catherine, is a Michigan alum, and we went out to Michigan for the Michigan Northwestern game. First time I've been to uh, the big house in, in Michigan. It was very good environment, I would say. Cool. A slightly slightly uh, bigger stadium than Alumni Stadium. <laughs> um, has packs quite a few people in there. Michigan's having a great year. They're ranked sixth in the country. So that was kind of that excited vibe, you know, that, the that we always lack. Tailgating was good. Um, I, My personal opinion, tailgate felt more like an NFL-type tailgate to me hmm. than, college, than the typical top college tailgate because of how spread out and huge it is. Like, right. there's so much space there, right? It felt more, much more like a, like a, I don't want to call it a Foxborough because, like, it's not, like, in the middle of nowhere, but, like, the actual tailgate grounds, there's just so much space that it's not like as, it's not like your Shea Field, like, BC, you know, yeah. kind of vibe, you know? Now, now the students, I'm sure, had some area that was more closer to that, but, um, but overall, tailgating was really well set up. Like tons of space, like really easy to be able to get your spot. Lots of excitement, lots of energy, and Ann Arbor's very cool. Like the surrounding area, the little the little town, like kind of next to the campus, is basically right into downtown Ann Arbor. Lots of cool stuff there. So, uh, very good marks for me for Michigan. First time nice. I've been out there. So. Uh, I recommend it if you're ever considering a visiting college football game. Michigan experience was definitely so a good you've one, done so. Clemson and Michigan this year. Clemson and Michigan this wow, year, yeah. So cool. two big time stadiums. Um, so it's been it was a good uh, good little circuit for college football. Did you um, meet Catherine's parents? I did. Yeah, I'd already met them before. Once, oh, yeah. how'd so, it go? Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. I think uh, hopefully they <laughs> hopefully they like me as an adopted Michigan uh, fan. The the uh, the funny thing is that it's already been it's already known among the family that basically Michigan is vying to be my sixth favorite sports team and they have all accepted it and they're great with it. So, yeah. so there you go. Your sports um, bandwidth, you just have so little, yeah. so little to Yeah, there's for. space for at number six though. There's space, so. Well, the, oh, yeah. well now the Kraken, so it's going to be the number seven. That's, that's true. <laughs> that's a good point. Six, six A, six B, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, all good marks for Ann Arbor and Michigan, so. Cool. So there you go. That'll do it for episode 154. We did it. Spooky episode is in the books. Hope everyone has a great spooky season as we continue here. Watch some scary movies, do some trick-or-treating, go to some parties. Happy Halloween, everyone. Oh, my gosh. So that's it for 154. We'll see you guys next time on 155. Later days.